Welcome to the Rinkside Rundown Podcast, your ultimate destination for all things women's hockey with your host, Chris Sinclair, proud member of the Hockey Podcast Network. Hello and welcome back to episode number three of the Rinkside Rundown Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Sandra Abstreiter. A, gra- a graduate of Providence College and current member of your PWHL Ottawa. Welcome to the show. How are you doing, Sandra? Hi, I'm doing great. Thank you for the invite again. It's absolutely my pleasure. Um, before we get started, it's important to uh, share some congratulations towards you. Uh, there's so many things to congratulate you on, and we'll get into some of that in a moment. But there's two that I want to highlight right off the bat. You are, one, the very first goaltender I've ever had on the show, so congratulations. And number two, the very first PWHL player, in this case, PWHL Ottawa, player to be on the show as well. So double congratulations to you. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm honored to be the first for both of those. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. So am I. Absolutely. Um you know, before we get into sort of your career, where things got started, all that sort of stuff, when we were chatting prior to like kind of arranging this, uh, this conversation, you had mentioned that you actually have a connection with my very first uh, guest, um, Noemi Nubarova. And I just love to hear a little bit more about that. That was first of all, I just want you to know that was an incredible conversation. And I, I absolutely <laughs> adore her. And that was like, to- like, I, I was on cloud nine after that, that, that podcast, <laughs> but what was, uh, what's your relationship with her? Um, well, first of all, I'm not surprised because she's amazing. Um, well, so last year, my last year in Providence was her fifth year, her grad year. She transferred from Colgate to Providence. So we played on Providence for one year together and it was actually kind of funny. Cause I like, I obviously knew that she was going to come, but I didn't know her personally yet. But then right before the year started, we had Worlds in August and I like I know some other of the Czech girls. So like we we like kind of ran into them and I was like, hey, like, can you point me um to Nemo? Like, I, I want to get to know her because uh, I knew she was going to be on my team. And then she just like um, introduced me to her and like we had like a really short conversation. But then as soon as we got to Providence, um, we actually lived in a house together, too. So we ended up being roommates and um, it was it was really fun and like we got along like super super well like right away so it was a really cool year to play with her yeah it's it's interesting you say that because it's uh, i actually made the comment to her that uh, it felt like that entire conversation despite the fact that we'd only emailed prior felt like it, we were two people sitting in a coffee shop just like <laughs> just chatting like j- we were friends like it just felt so so i i understand that sort of it's easy to kind of gravitate towards uh her as a as a person absolutely right yeah for sure and we kind of like joke about us having the euro bond also because um it was us two and then one of our swedish players that lived together so we we were the euro house (laughs) so that worked out perfectly (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely that sounds like some sort of like uh edm band or something like that that's uh, absolutely absolutely um all right so uh, let's start Let's start right at the beginning. It seems like the most, uh, you know, a typical spot to start. So forgive me if some of these questions you've been asked a thousand times, but I really want to get to know you. 
So you were born, and forgive me for, for my pronunciation, but Freising, Germany? Freising? Yeah, no, that Freising is a good... Yes, okay, good. great. Freising. <laughs> um, that's fantastic. Freising, Germany. Um, what were some of those things that you enjoyed most about growing up there? Um, well, I actually grew up in like a little town like right next to it. And um, it was just like this like small town. Everyone like kind of knew everyone like that kind of vibe. And um, there was in my neighborhood specifically, there was a, a ton of kids. Um, so we were like outside all day, every day, like playing in the snow, but then um, on the playground in like in the summers and stuff. And um, it was actually funny. I told someone this this memory that I like just recently had. It's so like literally in my neighborhood, there was like two streets and it was like the one street had all like the older kids. And by older, I mean, like they were like maybe two years older than us. And then my street, we were all like the same age. And once a uh, once a year, we had this like street party kind of. So like the parents would all be like chatting and then we would like run off and like play soccer against each other. Like it was the older kids against the younger kids. Um, so that's a pretty fun memory. So, um, but yeah, like just like growing up with like a, a bunch of kids around us, but then um, my brother and I were actually the only ones that played hockey in that neighborhood. Everyone else usually kind of like how every little kid in Germany does, um, everyone else usually played soccer. So um, that was kind of fun to, to do something different actually. So it sounds to me as though um, it was a fairly tight knit community, or uh, and and especially with your family, is that is that fair to assume? Yes, for sure. Um, the whole neighborhood, yeah, it was a very tight knit community for sure. And then later on, um, like right before I went to fifth grade, we actually moved to um, uh, it's called Erding. It's uh, that's where I played hockey. Uh, it was like twenty minutes away, and like with us having like. Like I said, my brother played too. So we had like two practices a day usually. And then like, it was just a lot of driving. So eventually we just moved there and um, it was like a little bit of a bigger city, still not, still not huge, but um, still, so still kind of like this, a similar vibe. Like you had like everyone in, the, in your neighborhood, you like knew well and you like got along with well. And like, so it definitely wasn't like the feeling of like a big, big city. And uh, does your brother still play hockey? Uh, no, he, he quit after, I think after high school, after 12th okay, grade. Um, okay. So, you know, let's, let's get into, you know, what made you get into hockey? What was like, what was the inspiration? What did, like, what was the draw? What was the excitement about getting into hockey? And then more specifically choosing goaltender. <laughs> that is actually a really funny and interesting story, but, um, I was like, I think I was five or six and I actually never did anything else. It was my brother, again, my brother, <laughs> that um, he tried a bunch of different sports just because my parents wanted him to like do something. And um, he tried soccer. He didn't like it, uh, which I'm glad about. <laughs> um, he tried like wrestling because that's what my dad used to do. And then um, I'm pretty sure they just saw like some like flyer of like try skating. And then he tried it and I literally watched like one practice and I was like, that's what I'm going to do too. So then I like joined him like right away. Um, and like I said, I was like five and a half maybe um, when I started playing and I was actually um, a defender for a very long time. I, um, I played D until I was 15, 16. And um, we kind of, we kind of like weren't always like the best team, I would say. So a lot of like the good boys, like 
they would switch teams to like go to to play on like a better level so like we always had kind of like um almost like a little bit of a problem with like having enough players on every team like in every age group so then um there was a time where we didn't have a single goalie in like the older group so then the goalie that was my age he had to play in our group and in the older group this might get confusing let me know nope. if you can't follow nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm right with you on this one I'm right with <laughs> okay. you absolutely don't worry <laughs> um but then, so he got invited because he was pretty good. He got invited a couple times to like some like select teams almost. So whenever he did that, the older group, like our group paused the games, but then the older group didn't. So then they didn't have anyone anymore. So then our like old manager, he like kind of jokingly asked me, he's like, do you want to go in net? And I was like, sure. <laughs> um, and that actually started because um, we actually had a lot of girls on the boys team that I played for. And with a lot of them, like they had older brothers. So we would always have to like wait after our practices for them to finish their practice. And so basically every single day we played street hockey outside and one of my friends and I, we were always like fighting for who gets to go in net. <laughs> um, so I really enjoyed doing that a lot. And and I guess that's just kind of like how the manager, like he obviously knew that. So he was just like kind of jokingly asking me, but like at the same time not joking like <laughs> and I was like sure I'll do it and um yeah so then I did actually both for almost a whole year but then I just enjoyed it more so then I was like okay I'll fully switch and now a word from our sponsor I would like to take a moment to talk about our sponsor DraftKings Sportsbook bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook download the app now and use code TH PN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. And now, back to the show. Do you, do you miss being a defender? no not at all <laughs> it's like it's funny now in practice it we like sometimes when we have free time and no one is on the ice anymore we like try to practice scoring like empty net goals <laughs> um but i did have my time like i i played defender defender long enough so i scored some goals in my career so <laughs> you've got that you 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 cross that that bridge cross that off the list. you're good you're just yeah. gonna move forward yeah yeah just move exactly. forward with your which um, has been, you know, I, I'm going to take this moment to just kind of pump you up a bit here, but your, your goaltending career has been absolutely incredible. And when you signed, um, or when you were, when you, when you joined the PWHL Ottawa team, I was really excited to see, you know, to learn a little bit more about you and to learn a, bit, a little bit more about your past. And so I'm going to take that moment. So everyone knows if they don't already, which is quite the shame, you over your time with Providence, you played in 105 games, 
averaged a 1.8 goal, uh, 88 goals against a 931 save percentage and at a record of 53, 39 and 11. And this is where like, that's impressive, but I'm going to get into a little bit more of the specifics. So this is going to, this is going to, this is going to get a lot of fun here. This is going to be a lot of fun here in your final season with Providence in 2022, 2023. So last season, you recorded 759 saves at a nine, two, six save percentage and a one, seven, 1.73 goals against. And to go a little bit further back in 2021, 2022, you were named to the all hockey East second all-star team finished the year ranked fifth all time in Providence in uh, games played with 72 and total saves with 1,848. And oh yeah, during that time, you were also playing for Germany at the 2022 double uh, IHF women's world championships. And on top of that, you actually also have a couple of assists to your name. So drawing, uh, you know, harping back to your time as a defender, uh, you're kind of instinctual in that way as well. So uh, I could keep going on, but there are a lot of accomplishments, which is why I think, you know, again, you joining the, the PWHL Ottawa team was absolutely incredible for this organization. Uh, so congratulations. I'm going to let you like kind of just kind of relive some of those memories. Congratulations once again. Thank you so much. I honestly like, obviously for a goalie, it's like stats are, are pretty important, I would say. But I like to like, I don't know, not look into it too much. Like, obviously here and there you like compare yourself with others, but it's always like a different situation. It's like, it's kind of hard to like, you know, like you, you watch someone and you're like, oh, like that goal sucked. But like, would I have done it better kind of thing, you know? So, um, but yeah, that's... That's still nice. <laughs> no, and it's and that's exactly why uh, this. I really wanted to be able to tell your full story because when you can go like to eliteprospects.com, find your stats. It's like, oh, she's really cool, uh, or really good, and but like understanding the like the like sort of the the more deeper down, more uh, you know cerebral stuff that you like how you, your thought process, your skills, your you as a person that. I, I get it. That matters just as much as, you know, your incredible record and the fact that you have all of these saves, you have all of these stats, like it's great, but I get you. We, let's, and that's, that's what this is all about. That's what we're going to get into. We're going to get into a little bit more of that stuff. So let's, let's, let's dive in right now. Okay. You ready? Yes. Yeah, sounds good. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so what was your uh, collegiate career like, especially playing for such an extended time with entirely different uh, countries as well? Um, well, in the beginning, I actually did a redshirt year, um, so I didn't play at all, actually, for a whole year, and um, to be honest, it was kind of hard at first. It's like, because you, like, you have to get into the mindset of, like, you want to get better and you, like, have to get better, but you can't, like, improve that in a game, um, but I think after, like, a little bit, I kind of, like, figured out how... I can do that and so I kind of like viewed every practice as my game almost like get better every single practice be there 100% every single practice which like I mean a lot of times like you aren't like it's just how people are like you can't always be there 100% but kind of like having the mindset of at least trying to be that uh, to do that and to always be there 100% so that was like the first year and I think I kind of like figured it out 
pretty well, I would say. <laughs> um, but then obviously, like the second year I got, um, I think it was two starts. And it, it was super exciting, obviously, to get finally like get some games. But it was still pretty, pretty set that our number one at the time that she was going to play most of the games. And, and she obviously did. Um, so it was kind of similar that year too. And then the year after that, <laughs> um, that's when I kind of started playing more games. I, I think I got around 20 games that year. And honestly, like, I feel like you will always hear that from a lot of goalies that goaltending is like a really big piece of it is like the mental game. And um, I think that year I actually like took a really, really big step in that sense where like, um, I like, I don't know, like, let's say I wouldn't get frustrated if I get the first goal, like the first goal against, like in the first five minutes or something like that. Like that can always happen. Like you can, you can never like know uh, beforehand. And like, so it's kind of like learning how to like process things like that. And then even let's say you don't play um, on Saturday, even though you thought you would. Um, but then just not like learning how to like not get in your head about everything and like, just like, trusting yourself and trusting your coaches and trusting your abilities and like a, a big thing that I always tell myself is is that I'm here for a reason like I you know and, and it's the same thing now it's like I I know I can do this thing like I know I have learned it I know how to like implement it I just like have to trust myself on that um so that was like like I said in my third year that was like a big thing that I learned is like improving my mental game kind of um and then obviously my senior year um I'm pretty sure that was the best year for us that's I think when we went to the NCAA tournament um even though that whole year was crazy in itself because it was the COVID year so that was like a whole different kind of challenge I actually where like you like never knew who you were playing that weekend it was like okay we're gonna play against UConn but then they got COVID so then the day of the game it got canceled but then someone else also didn't have an opponent opponent so we would just play against them instead <laughs> so that was a really um interesting year but it actually we like took we made the most of it and and like i said we went to the ncaa tournament that was a really cool experience and uh cool accomplishment um but then again for me like knowing that i did my retro year i knew all all along that i was going to do five years no matter what um, so then I obviously started my master's because I got my bachelor's degree. Um, I started that and I was a starter for the for my fifth year completely. And I obviously like still had a lot to improve always. Like, and now, it's, <laughs> well, now I'm tracking forth a little bit, but like now looking back, like you would think that in college you're like at your best, but you really aren't because there's still so much more. And like, I feel like now, like being here in Ottawa, like I can actually like move further even more um but yeah but obviously I, I can't complain about any any of my years in Providence and then once um I think it was like halfway through my fifth year my coach offered me to come back for a sixth year and I it, there was no question especially at that moment there was obviously like not the most ideal situation for let's say hockey players afterwards so there was like it was absolutely no question for me to to do to come back and do my um my sixth year <laughs> at providence and and then i mean i guess you 
you kind of pointed out with my stats, like it didn't turn out too bad. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think you made the right decision. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So <laughs> what like, obviously, you know, you've spoken so eloquently about your experience at uh, Providence. How do you think that helped to shape your game, both international, I guess, from a, like during that time in Providence or at Providence? but also your play internationally and now um, how you're approaching your game here in, uh, here in Ottawa. Um, well, internationally, it, I obviously like didn't have, there was, there was a lot of goalies that were still ahead of me for like my first couple of years. Well, not a lot, but you don't need a lot. <laughs> um, and so my first kind of steps were like, it like with the national team were kind of like, I think my probably second year in Providence. Um, but then I actually got invited for the 2021 world, which was my first time. And then because of, you know, like unforeseen reasons, our number one goalie, I'm pretty sure she had a concussion. That's why she couldn't finish it. And so then I ended up on the bench all of a sudden. And then I ended up playing one period against Canada. And it was actually like the coolest thing I've ever done, I think still to this day. Um, and just cause it was so unexpected and, and obviously like, I would, I would never take it for granted. Like it just happened because, you know, like someone gets injured, but you never know what can happen in this game. And, um, so that was a pretty, pretty cool experience. And even like being the third goalie, like it was, it was just so like amazing to like be there and like see all of these, like see everyone from the other countries like all of these players that like I have looked up to like all the time and then now I'm like standing in the same building with them and then again now that I'm in Ottawa like I'm on the ice with them and playing against them every day like almost like every day kind of thing um so I, honestly I kind of forgot what your question was but <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that I think that is exactly the the, uh, the point of it, which is like ultimately, like this has just been, you know, sure there, you know, you've um, you've been able to um, continue refining your game, but it's also the fact that you've had an opportunity to be in these situations with your idols, with your, you know, the people you looked up to uh, up to throughout your career, and how amazing that that will be. And we're going to talk a little bit more specifically about the PWHL and obviously the Ottawa team in just a moment, but I get that vibe. Listen, I, I, I'm, you know, sometimes I'm like so starstruck look, looking around. So I can only imagine what that must feel like for you, especially right now. Yeah, it's a, it's actually amazing. And, and I like, sometimes it, I still laugh about it. And I'm like, wow, like not that long ago, I, I like followed this person on Instagram before they even knew who I was. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like joking around with them. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> I love those little off ice things. It's like, it's not just about like, oh man, I'm facing this really difficult opponent. It's like, yeah, they followed me back on Instagram. This is great, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's <little> things. <laughs> I, absolutely. And I totally get that. I totally get that rush. Um, I just want to say once again, how much I appreciate the fact that you've taken the time out of your day. You had a practice earlier today. You've obviously had some time with your with the, the goalie coach and there were some other things going on as well. But I just really want to say how much this has meant to me. And I know to the listener that this is going to be, you know, an incredible interview. They're going to be able to get a glimpse into 
who you are and why they should be following you on Instagram anywhere. Um, but why they should be excited to see you get into some games this season. But I just want to say once again, thank you so much for chatting with me today. And I, I really do appreciate this time with you. Of course. Yeah. I think it's like obviously a really important part for us, like helping grow the game too, you know, like the, the NHL players, maybe like they have the, the power to say like, no, I really don't want to do this interview. Like I'm, I'm fine without it kind of thing, but you know like with this whole league and and everything like this is just like helping it get out like get out to the world even more um so yeah and i'm and i i actually enjoy doing podcasts kind of fun <laughs> perfect yes thank you and uh, i believe you shared with me this is your first this is your first english podcast it is yeah Yes. Yes. So yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> I'm I'm so excited. Yeah. And and that's exactly what this is about. This is about sharing your story, sharing the stories of whether you're in this league, whether you're looking at this league as a potential moving forward. That's what this show is all about. And I'm just so uh, humbled being able to have the opportunity. And you, along with everyone else I've reached out to, has been like, heck yeah, I'd love to join your podcast. I'm like. I, I don't have any episodes yet, or I have like two episodes, right? Like it's, I'm nothing, but just to be able to give the opportunity to be able to share your story, it's just to echo your point. It's absolutely on point. Absolutely. Um, I want to learn a little bit more about Sandra. Okay. Outside of hockey. We've talked, we've kind of alluded to potentially one of these people for you. But who were some of your mentors growing up and who kept you motivated and inspired and, you know, along with hockey, you know, like how did, was there someone who helped you uh, continue your career when maybe you, you doubted whether you could do it? Um, I do think that there was specifically one coach that I had. Um, he was actually one of my teammates dad so he was always like always around like he was always coaching our age group or like maybe the kids above us or below us um and he was very very supportive and especially when I when I switched from player to goalie there was a lot a lot of people that told me not to do it um and he was the only one that was supporting me he was like well we'll figure this out like I'll help you like I don't know anything about goalies but we'll we'll figure it out together kind of thing. Um, so he was, he was a huge impact and, and for sure a driver for that too. And then um, obviously a really, really big one too is my mom. She, she always like drove me to every practice. Um, she even like ended up being kind of like a, I don't even know what you would call them. Like she was always like in the locker room, like cutting up fruit for in between periods and like, making sure everything is like set up and stuff like that. Cause like, so like it became a really big part of her life too. And um, it makes me smile now that like, now that I'm like so far away and like, she still goes to hockey games. Like she watches like Red Bull Munich games by herself, like, like on TV or like, we'll go to the stadium and like, she just actually like loves it so much too. And so that's really exciting. Um, but yeah. And then just like, obviously all my friends like uh, like I have made so many like friends through hockey and like they're they're kind of like going that way with me but there's obviously like just like as important to me as like a motivator as I hopefully am for them too um so yeah I think that's that's kind of like what my almost like yeah mentors mentors or like motivators were 
Cool. That's that's fantastic. And and you've you've kind of alluded to it there a little bit as well. But um, who have been some of your idols? Like who, uh, you know, growing up, like who were some of those players specifically um, that you were looking towards and saying, yeah, like, I, you know, watching it on on TV or whatever, like that's that's the player that I want to, you know, that's who I want to be. Did you have any of those growing up? Um, well, I did like a lot of the NHL goalies. Like, I obviously loved um, watching Carey Price, Henry Bunkless. Um, and so, like, I would always say, like, those are my idols. But then back then, it was like, okay, I at the same time, I knew, like, I wasn't going to be them. <laughs> like, I wasn't going to play in the NHL. And um, now it's, like, it's also kind of funny. Or funny is not the right word. Because now, like, little girls, they probably won't look in like won't look at the NHL goalies, they will look at like the Team Canada goalies, the Team USA goalies, and now like hopefully obviously like the PWHL goalies, like whoever that may be. Um, and they can actually say I can become them kind of thing. Um, but yeah, and so for me, it was still still the NHL goalie, so. <laughs> uh, I have to be honest and say that I wasn't expecting to get emotional with that answer uh, that you were going to provide me, but I, I, as soon as you, as soon as you talked about uh, girls being able to, to now look at the PWHL and be like, this is, I can be, I think is like, that's like, I can be, right? Yeah. Like, it's just like, that's such a powerful moment. Uh, this is a, such a powerful moment that we're living in right now. And um, and it's definitely a movement and I'm, I'm so excited to it, to get to, to what, what that means to you, but in just one moment, cause I really want to also know what, what you kind of touched on it earlier, but what were some, like, what were some of the memories you have playing internationally? Um, and how do you think that time specifically, especially because you, uh, prior to this, you were playing a lot, you were actually, uh, often playing quite a few games and now you weren't always playing the same number of games what was it like to kind of go through that and, and adjust and stay uh, motivated and stay like in game game mode uh, while you were playing internationally um, well internationally it was kind of just being in the mindset of like I want to get to where whoever's in front of me so our number one goalie from like my first um, from my first Worlds, Jenny Harz, um, she actually like almost like was kind of like an idol for me too, because I like watched her play. At, I remember it was the 2014 Olympic um, Olympics. That was actually I think the last time that Germany went. <laughs> um, but and and I remember watching her and I was like, wow, like she's so good. And and then all of a sudden I'm on the ice with her. So like, kind of like the same moment again, or like, but earlier. And I was like, she's so much better than me, but how do I get there? And I remember my coaches then they were like, don't, don't automatically think that she's in front of you. Like be in that mindset of like, I want to get there. Like I want to be better than her because then what also that also helps her because then she like sees that someone is like kind of pushing her and then she gets better so then obviously like that helps the team overall um but yeah so it's always kind of like don't be like I would say don't be intimidated by the fact that someone might be in front of you like or you might be the number two or might be the number three doesn't even matter like just always like finding like the motivation to like still like be better than them which then like obviously like if you have a really good relationship with them like 
that that is important too because then they get better through you trying to be better i think i, I yeah. think that makes sense <laughs> yeah that was ooh, the sound bite man you are uh it's it's fantastic this is <laughs> Wow. Um, I love getting that glimpse inside um, what, especially from a goalie perspective, because I know that there's a, an entirely different mentality that you have to uh, put in, right? Like you're not always going to be the one that's on the ice. You're not always going to be, you know, you could get pulled at some point, you know, to get the extra attacker on the ice or something like that. Like, and not to mention things like, I don't know, like a penalty shot or something like that, right? Where you, you like, you go from, zero to a hundred really, really quickly. And then you're going back down to zero. And that sort of mentality shift is not a, not something that every other position uh, has the opportunity to opportunity. I don't know if that's the right word, but <laughs> opportunity to experience. So um, that's something that's always intrigued me, uh, especially when it comes to the, the, the goalie position. Um, I want to know your, once again, congratulations on being drafted into the PWHL. So that's an incredible moment. And I want to know a little bit more about what that, what that moment felt like for you when you were first drafted. And when you heard it was Ottawa, you know, what were your initial, it's, you can, this is a safe space. What were your initial, uh, um, uh, you know, when you're, especially when you were looking at the other players that have been drafted, the free agents who had signed, what were your initial impressions of, uh, of the Ottawa team? Um, very, very positive. I was actually on the phone with Mike beforehand and he like, he told me just a little bit about Ottawa in general. He was like, it's a, it's like a kind of like not too big city. Like it's really pretty, <laughs> like all of that stuff. Um, so that was pretty exciting. And then he like already told me how like motivated he is and, how motivated like the coaches are and and they're trying to get obviously like more staff people involved um he told me about the facilities and all of that so so that was like really really cool to like hear already and then he also gave me a really good feeling he was saying obviously like you never know what happens on a draft day but he want he said he wants to draft me so then like that kind of like settled my nerves a little bit i would say um but obviously like you never know. And then um, the night of the draft, I was like sitting on my couch. I watched it and I was on the phone with, with my friends and, and my family. And I was so like, we all kind of like watched it like that together. Um, and it, I just remember it taking so long. <laughs> it was like the middle of the night, I think. Um, but then obviously like eventually my, my name was Mike said my name and I think all of us like kind of like were screaming at the same time into the phone. Um, so that was like, even though he said that before he wants to draft me, like I was still kind of like, I don't know. I usually don't show my nerves. I would say like, that's what I feel like a lot of people will say when they like watch me on the ice. Like I, I look pretty calm, but honestly, like on the inside, I was freaking out. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so that was just like a huge, huge, huge relief when, when he said my name. And um, to be honest, like very originally, like I, I didn't care who was going to pick me. Um, but then once I saw the first three free agents that Ottawa had signed, I was like, and then obviously like with Mike, like kind of talking to me about Ottawa, like I, I was really excited that it was them that were interested in me because, and I think still now, like I look at our roster and I, 
I don't want to take anything away from anyone, obviously, but I I think we have a pretty um, what's the word? I think people kind of like forget about a lot of the the players that we have on the team. Like they're they're not like the most hype names that you will find, kind of. But um, so I think with like all these underrated uh, underrated players or more more underrated, I would say. Um, it's it's really exciting because I think that makes everyone just more motivated and uh, once everyone uh, everyone wants to like show the world that <laughs> that we are under that we shouldn't be underrated. <laughs> um, so um, so yeah, I was super excited once once I found out that it was going to be Ottawa. Yes, and welcome to the city. I I should have I should have said that. So welcome. Uh, it's great to have you here. Um, I want to know, and we're getting we're getting near the end, uh, and we're going to start winding down, and then I'm, I'm going to throw a bit of a game at you. It's going to be quick. I promise it'll be fun. Um, I've set the bar pretty high for that, so here we go. Um, but I want to know, ultimately, like, what does the PWHL, what does that mean to you? What does this whole uh, experience mean to you? And when, you, when you're out, you know, on the ice... What does it mean to look up and in, into the stands and see all those girls screaming their hearts out uh, in excitement to be able to see women finally represented? What does that mean to you? Everything, honestly. I I don't think there's like I can't find the right words for it, honestly, because um, it was just such an amazing feeling, like going out there and like so many people were there even for warm-ups for our first game and and just looking around and like every little kid I think made a sign um I remember after warm-ups I grabbed a puck and I I like stepped off the ice and there was this like one little girl and she said some and her sign said something about her also being a goalie and she like can I please have a puck so I handed it to her and she was like bouncing up and down the stairs like (laughs) it was actually the cutest thing the cutest thing ever and um so obviously it it means so so much and um I I mean for me like it was it was just the perfect timing like I just graduated college like I obviously didn't have anything to do with with any of like the planning or anything like that um so I'm like really really grateful for everything that all of these players and people behind the scenes and everyone involved like all of the work that they put in and and I'm so happy that for them that it like is paying off now and then obviously like the biggest part is is seeing like the the little girls like actually being so excited that in their future they're like there will be something that they can like work towards too yeah which is something that we've never seen before right it's it's been unfortunate but traditionally people uh women unfortunately have to you know once they're done their collegiate career they're if they continue hockey, they're continuing hockey um, internationally, right? So they're playing somewhere else in Europe or something like that. And it's never, you know, again, you know, I've said this prior, but it's never, it's, it's not to take away from the quality of hockey there, but it's great to actually have a best on best. Like there's six teams. So you know that those six teams are going to be stacked with players because there are so many excellent players. So every team has a lot of them. So to finally have that chance to be able to play best on best, truly best on best and consistently, not just in a tournament. I can't imagine the feeling 
uh, someone like yourself would be uh, having right now. So once again, congratulations, you've made it. This is something that's going to be long term. And I and I'm just so excited for you. Yeah, thank you so much. And, and just like one more point about that is, um, our coach was actually saying it after our first win um, in Toronto that these games are gonna like they are so entertaining because like you said everyone is so good so there there are gonna be ups and downs and like because everyone is good so like one like they will make a push and we will make a push and then they will again so like it's just gonna be like super entertaining I think yeah we've seen that so far this season every game has been you know even you know as dominant dominant as the 5-1 victory over toronto was for ottawa that's there were still moments where it was swinging both ways right so uh that's what this league is going to be all about and that's why i think people need to hop on board if they haven't already absolutely uh because this has just been incredible so once again congratulations <laughs> um so longtime listeners of this show know that i like to wrap things up with a fun game and everyone loves a good round of 20 questions. Um, I promise you they're not 20, because uh, otherwise we'd be here for a lot longer than you have time for. Uh, there's only five. Um, some of them are hockey related. Some of them, again, just an opportunity for us to get to know you a little bit better. How does that sound? Sounds great. Okay, awesome. We're going to start off with, uh, you know, unsurprisingly, a cliched hockey question, I'm sure. What's your go-to pregame meal? Uh, pre-game meal, um, definitely pasta, pasta for sure, probably some veggies, and I don't know, sometimes maybe protein, uh, I don't eat a lot of meat, but some sort of protein. <laughs> so, I, I, your, your good friend Noemi, uh, introduced me to the idea of Alfredo and pesto sauce on her pasta. Is that something you ever experienced what, with your, uh, during your time with her? It's amazing. Yeah. You definitely have to try it. <laughs> I've never heard of it before. I like both of those things. Just didn't think they'd go well together, but you're now the second person that is defiant in saying it is good. So I, I'll try it. I promise I will. Yeah, I, I hopped on the train and I think more people have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll help spread that word. Um, do you have any game day superstitions or rituals? Um, not really, honestly. I think I, I usually try to keep everything pretty loose and like have fun and like talk to a lot of people. Um, I do tape my stick before every game, but I think I just started that because I was bored sometimes um because i was like i don't really have much to do and then um now actually this year i started um playing soccer with the girls um there's there's two spike ball groups and now there's a soccer group and i'm in it and i didn't think i need to improve my skills but we're getting there <laughs> one step at a time right that's yeah. what matters. Just one rep one rep at a time absolutely um if you weren't playing hockey what would you be doing uh different sport I would probably try to play volleyball. I love volleyball. Okay. Would you want to do something outside of sports or is like sports, that's it's sports or bust for Sandra? Um, now I would say sports or bust, but there was a time where I actually did really enjoy my, my degree. I got a management degree and then an MBA. And so sometimes I like to picture myself as like a businesswoman, like coming into this like huge company, like all dressed up like yeah so maybe that <laughs> all right there we go I love it. that's a great answer that's a great answer um when you're relaxing how do you unwind 
Is it you throw some Netflix on, you read a book, you, you know, what, what, what do you do to unwind? Uh, definitely Netflix when I'm at home. I do like to go, like, when I'm not at home, I do like to go for coffee with friends a lot of times. I think that that is a big part of me to, like, kind of, like, settle down the day and then I get home and then I watch Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Any particular show that we should be aware of that you're, uh, you're enjoying or is, is that too embarrassing? <laughs> not embarrassing i think i jump around a lot my definitely all-time go-to is how i met your mother um and friends so i like to always have a sitcom and then maybe one for like kind of at night that you like that i actually can like focus on more <laughs> yeah it's nice to have that kind of background music where, or like essentially background music where yeah. you're doing something else but you still know exactly the scene you still know exactly what's happening on screen i hear you exactly yeah. i hear you <laughs> Last, but certainly not least, what do you miss most about back home? Uh, food. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Was there a specific food item that you miss? Um, I'm going to say pretzels and you're going to laugh because once my, once you will see my helmet, I actually have a little pretzel on the back of it. <laughs> so German pretzels, big one. <laughs> I just realized I totally forgot in the excitement of being able to chat with you, you have a new helmet. I don't know how I totally skipped over that. I, I, I even told you I was going to talk to you about this. I need, I'm sorry. Last but not least, last, last but not least, I need to get a breakdown. You kind of casually dropped this like uh, this, like, you know, sneak peek kind of uh, video last night what went into the inspiration behind that helmet design it's incredible by the way thank you um well so a while ago i actually made a post on my instagram and i asked like fans or followers or whoever um to help me design it so i got a couple of people to send me some ideas and um i think for the base of it there was a a 10 year old that sent me a design and um, half of the helmet was red and the other half was white and the white side had like a big ottawa on it and that is exactly what the helmet looks like but then if you get into more detail there's um there's a parliament building on it which someone sent me and then the obviously the pwhl logo is on there um my number is on there and then another thing i really like that someone suggested is um tulips and i googled it and i guess they stand for ottawa kind of because of yeah, yeah, we have the Tulip Festival, which is we're, yes. well, we're yeah, world renowned for. Yeah, so that's okay. incredible. That's incredible. I love that you posted that you wanted fans to help uh, design your your mask. That's, I I mean I I'm sure it happens, but it was just like the first time that I had seen it in a, a, I don't even remember how long. It was just such a nice move, mm -hmm. such a nice gesture for you, um, especially to be able to connect with these fans with this community. It was just. And they nailed it. So congratulations to everyone who submitted because I looked at that and I was like, whoa, look at all these details. This is incredible. That's amazing. I love yeah. that story. And obviously like the artists, like they're, they're incredible at what they do. So yeah, that certainly helps. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And uh, so Sandra, just once again, I want to say a big thank you for taking the time to chat with me today. This has been so much fun. I've had both uh emotions i've laughed this has been it's it's been everything i would have expected and hoped for um the time flew by we're now at almost 50 minutes 
I, I promised I wouldn't keep you any longer than 40 minutes and here we are. So I'm a liar. I apologize, but I so much appreciate your time. Um, and I do hope to be able to see you around the rink. I'll be there as often as I can. Uh, it would be great to be able to see you there as well. For sure. Thank you so much for the, for the invite again. And it was a fun roller coaster ride, I would say. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a great way to say it. That's a great way to put it. And with that, what we'll do is uh, we'll end it off. For Sandra Appsrider, I'm Chris Sinclair, and this has been episode number three of the Rinkside Rundown podcast. Cheers. <laughs>